I hereby accept the terms of your contract! Say, how should a Britannian who detests his own country live his life? Are you some kind of radical? Huh? What's wrong? Why not shoot? Your opponent is just a schoolboy. Or have you finally realized? The only ones who should kill are those who are prepared to be killed. What's happening here? I, Lelouch for Britannia, command you. Now all of you, die. Hey, welcome to Anime Nerd. Please subscribe to this podcast for weekly reviews on all of your favorite anime, manga, and games. See you soon. Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Anime Nerd. And as you guys might already kind of predict what's going to be today's topic, I'm going to be doing a review about a very, very favorite series of mine that came out around 2006, 2008 time frame. I can't really remember. I'm going to say 2006, for me at least. Um, Code Geass. And pretty much they just recently just released the R3 I'm putting like the air quotation because I originally thought it was going to be an anime, but it turned out to be a movie. And look, let me just tell you, straight fire. All right. This movie was, <laughs> it was a masterpiece. I ain't going to sit here and lie to you guys. I enjoyed that movie from start to finish. But anyway, let me go ahead and give you guys the name of the title of the movie. The name of the movie is called Cold Gears Loose of the Resurrection. Or in Japanese, Kogia's Fukatsu no Lelouch. And I try my best to pronounce it in Japanese. So, hey, if you guys like it, definitely go like this video. Um, video, hey. Uh, definitely go like this podcast. But anyway, I'm, a, I'm, I'm doing something a little bit different with my podcast. Most of the time, I go off the top of the dome for the most part. It's still going to go off the top of the dome. But it's going to have a little bit of structure so I won't seem like I'm just jumping all over the place. I'm trying to make this podcast a little bit something that people will want to, you know, check out and stuff. So we're going to give it a try, this different format. So pretty much, obviously, I already told you we're going to talk about Kogi is the loose of the resurrection. Uh, oh, before I even get into it, spoiler alert. So if you guys are wanting to see the movie, definitely you know, check this out later. I'm not going to do too much of the spoiler. I'm just going to go over parts of the movie that I noticed and what I like and didn't like. So pretty much this is almost like a review kind of thing, but not really. I'm just going to try my best to avoid too much spoilers. But the next couple things I'm about to say are definitely spoiler alerts. So it's up to you to keep on pushing on or stop. So I'm going to give you about five. So here we go. Five. Four, three, two, one. All right. So if you're still here, obviously you're about you're down with the cause. So let's talk about how the movie did in theater. So the movie came out in March in Japan, of course, and it made about nine million dollars in Japan. And since it just recently came out in America, it made about three thousand six um sixty four well three three hundred sixty four thousand. $204. And that's in America. Now, of course, in Japan, the city is very popular in Japan. Of course, that's why their numbers are so much higher than it is in America. But the number that they have in America is pretty impressive. It even made it to a point where they're showing extra viewing just in case you guys want to see it. I don't know if they're showing it 
today during the time of this recording, but I know for a fact they were showing extra viewing for it. So moving on along right ahead. So I highly recommend you guys seeing the um, prior movies, Lelouch of the Rebellion. If you see the series, okay, that's cool. At least you got somewhat of a knowledge of it. But when I was watching it, I realized they changed something in it in from the prior series, which pretty much this movie make you need to watch. Well, pretty much you need to watch the Lelouch of the Rebellion movies, the trilogy movies, and myself. Because I didn't see it. And now I kind of wish I did. Now, I pretty much understand what was going on because I had somewhat of a background of it. And there's uh, characters that um, is supposed to be dead. But that person is alive. And I'm going to say the name in a bit. But anyway, you uh, there's certain things that they changed from the series that they added into the movie. So when the series definitely, well, when the trilogy of the movie drops out, on DVD and Blu-ray, I'm going to buy it. And, of course, I'm going to buy this one because this movie's already being pushed up on my list. And I'll probably burn it out. And my kids will see it, too. You best to believe. So, let's go on into it. So, spoiler alert for you guys who want to know who that one character that is alive. It's your favorite redhead girl, Shirley, who called Lelouch Lulu. Pretty much. She's alive. Um, well, even though you don't see her too much in the series, you hear her voice. Well, in the series, in the movie, you hear her voice and you see her near the ending and stuff. So you still get to see her. Uh, that's why I say you need to watch The Loose of the Rebellion pretty much because I'm pretty sure she played a major part in it. Well, no, I'm not pretty sure. She did play a major part on uh, pretty much that led up to this movie. So the movie that opened up, uh, you know, you see the world at peace. You see Suzaku and Anani pretty much at the at a different country, and they got attacked by I don't know what country they were because you know I only watched the movie once. But they got attacked by these country people, and they got captured. And if you guys remember how Kogias and the original one and in the movie, pretty much you know that Suzaku picked up the mantle at zero, so Suzaku became zero. And everything like that. So he's still wearing the zero mask and everything. Which, me personally, Suzaku can never be zero. Zero, you got to be smart. Zero is not active. And zero, Suzaku zero is more fit and more much more stronger than Lelouch zero. Lelouch zero will outsmart Suzaku any day of the week. I'm just saying. Anyway, moving on right along ahead. So you pretty much you see the character and what's going on, and they got captured. And then you start, then you see CC um, traveling with a uh, Lelouch, who mine looked like, who's it's Lelouch, but he's not all there. Pretty much, he's like his his mind was trapped for the most part, and everything like that. And his mind was pretty much trapped in the Sea World, Seas Seas World. Ugh, you try saying that really quick. And pretty much so he's in like a limbo state and CC's traveling around trying to find a gate to access that so they can get Lelouch back, you know, mentally all there. So in a typical movie, you get to see some of your favorite characters like Nanali Zero, aka Suzaku and Lelouch, CC, uh, Colin, Lloyd, 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 <laughs> Shioko, Jeremiah, OG, and Cornelia. And I, let me just say, Cornelia, 
That's my girl, okay? Cornelia is one fine character, okay? I'm just saying, if I had to need an anime crush Wednesday, which I might need to start doing that, Cornelia will, will definitely make it one day on that list. Anyway, some of the new characters um, from the group, from the movie that's part of the enemy is Shama, Shamana, Shilo, and Volna. And these guys are they're pretty they're pretty powerful. Pretty powerful. Shanama is kind of like the priestess of the group, the goddess. She her Gias is pretty much the uh how should I explain her Gias? Her Gias is pretty much like when she killed herself, she go back within that six hour frame. And I remember that six hours, it played a major part in the movie. Um, that she can go back six hours and pretty much predict. Well, not predict, but prevent it from happening every time she kills herself. And Shiloh doesn't really have a Gios or anything. He's just used his sister prediction to pilot the nightmare. And he's pretty much blind, but his type of nightmare helps him see, or he has some type of glasses that help him see better. And he used his sister prediction to pretty much fight Shizaku. And everything like that. Volna, Volna, he's the general there, and he pretty much is just a general. But hey, it goes on anyway. So, not trying to make this a whole movie review. I'm just gonna go over a couple things that I noticed. I noticed one thing that it you see when Lelouch came back, he seemed like he never missed a beat. It's like he knew exactly what was going on. But since his mind was in trapped in a, like a limbo state, he couldn't really respond because his body was there. Was his mind was trapped in Sea World? But once he got it back, he was like, "Oh boy, here he goes." That bad man, which is Lelouch v. Britannia, is about to show his show his head. And man, did he showed up! And like when he got it back, I already knew. I told my friend who um, who went with me because. It was kind of like a spur in the moment when we found out that it was out. So Batman Live 2002, I am so sorry because we were supposed to see it together. But like I said, it was spur in the moment. So please, 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 please don't make a diss podcast at me. Okay. But anyway, so I told my friend, I looked at and told him pretty much, oh, I already know what Lelouch is going to say. He's going to be Lelouch of if you guys remember from the first series when he got his Gios, and then the second season when he got his Gios again. And if you guys remember that, and it was in the introduction, he was like, I, Lelouch v. Britannia, order you to die. I was like, look, God damn, Lelouch is back. He's back. All right, it's done. Ain't nobody's going to mess with Lelouch on the battlefield. When it comes to playing chess and creating a battle plan, Lelouch is probably top 10 anime characters of all time when it comes to battling plan. He can handle situations. He can do all this within a moment's notice. He might get his little stressed out, but that's normal. That's human. We're all human. Like, shoot. I, I get stressed out trying to come up with podcast ideas. So, shoot. <laughs> his, his ability to handle under pressure and come up with ideas that no one ever heard of and then use calling him by chess piece's name is amazing, like amazing. And trust me, I wasn't the only one in the theater who was happy to see Lelouch's back and everything like that. Everybody was just like, all right, he's back. 
the Black Knights about to go in and everything like that. Now, remember, some of the Black Knight kind of didn't trust Lelouch because of what he did at the end and able to gain all that, but it's which is understandable. But especially like Ogi, for example, Ogi wasn't going to really accept Lelouch, but he said, But I accept zero, which is kind of he understand that's the real zero. So even though he didn't really mess with Lelouch like that, he'll respect him because he messed with zero, aka Lelouch. But you know, that's a weird way. And it got to the point where he, Ogi, was like, You know, forgive me for even thinking bad about you. And he was about to kill himself. And remember, Ogi is married and have a kid. And he was about to kill himself because of what he did to Lelouch. And so, which was kind of crazy. But, you know, Lelouch, this Lelouch is different. He he actually had more of a, a heart compared to the past prior Lelouch because he already fulfilled his mission. So no need for him to be an all-out wicked person where he needs to kill and trick people just to get what he needs to done. So if you're expecting a cold, heartless Lelouch in this movie, hey, don't even worry about it because it's not he ain't going to be like that. He's still cold. But not like cold, cold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People probably like, what in the world are you talking about, anime nerd? Anyway, so you seen them. You seen Colin. Colin looking fine as ever. CC. CC's will always be CC. And everything like that. So, you know, as I'm in the movie, I'm thinking, I'm like, dang, who Lelouch is going to choose? And I'm like, my friend, I'm like, I looked at it, I'm like, man, if I was Lelouch, I know technically since Shirley is back, but Bump Shirley, she's in the past. She ain't going to be no good for you. So I'm like, Colin. But then, near near the ending, I changed my mind to CeCe. And by the title of this one, you guys might kind of predict why I name it and title it and why I say CeCe. And if not, you guys can always just hit me up and ask questions. You know my email and everything like that. I'm not going to go too far into it, like I said, because I'm not going to do it. I'm just not. It's just one too much time, too much effort. Two, also, I'm pretty sure you guys don't want me to spoil everything of the movie if you do, if you're the type of person. So, yeah. But anyway, moving on, I was saying that, you know, seeing that movie and seeing why I want Lelouch to be with CeCe at the end, it all makes sense. And I think CeCe been there from day one and she had that innocent kind of look. I don't know, you know. Everybody knows something. There's, everybody have their personal favorite and who they want to be and everything like that. Now, after it was all said and done, would I recommend this movie to people? Heck yes. If you're a fan of Code Gears or haven't seen the series, definitely go watch it because that series is something to watch. I promise you it won't disappoint. Now, the future of Code Gears. Do I think they need to make a TV adaptation? Heck yeah, because I want a TV adaptation. Now, do I believe they're going to make one? No, not really. I think they did that one to kind of close up the chapter and close up the loose story, pretty much, or have an alternative ending to the loose story. Because technically in season two, I didn't even think he was dead for real in season two anyway. But technically in season two was supposed to be his wrap-up story. And R3 is supposed to be a something else. Like his kind of like continuation resurrection and give that people the warm, fuzzy feeling that he's still alive. Now, I'll be shocked if they do decide to make R3 a series and make it a center and add on more plots and stuff like that. I'm cool with that. But if not, then I'm like, okay, I understand why they didn't want to do it. 
But I think it all depends on how well it does in theater and what the author think. Now, do I want more Lelouch? Yes. Do I want more Colin Autumn? Yes, I definitely do. I like to see that everybody's doing well, but at the same time, it's with any series. You don't really truly want it to end. You want it to continue and keep going and everything like that. But, I mean, that's, that is what it is. All good things had to come to an end. But anyway, that's it for this podcast. I am your host, Anime Nerd. If you want to hit me up, follow me on Twitter at AnimeNerd92. Also at Instagram at AnimeNerd92 as well. And you know, you guys can always follow me on YouTube because I'm about to add this on YouTube. And I got to add a whole other stuff. So I'm going to be busy pretty much for the next couple of days adding stuff onto the YouTube channel. So bear with me as I update it and try to get better with it. But until next time, I'll see you guys soon. Peace. 